Hello, everyone, and welcome to Green Dudes, the number one Green Day podcast uh, in existence now and in the future. Um, you're here with myself, Connor Mack, and my uh, my best buddy slash Green Day comrade in arms slash co-host Connor Kelly. Connor, hey. what's what's uh what's what's happening today? I'm all right. <clears throat> I'm, you know, I we we kind of mentioned a lot of times when I'm podcasting, I will have a drink. Yeah. Typically, I'll have a a straight glass of whiskey. Right, right next to me. But um, your whiskey man. I've been I've been a little under the weather these past few days. What with the changing of the seasons, I suspect. And I am nourishing myself as best I can with just a nice room temperature cup of water. Wow, yeah. You know, sometimes uh, that, that does do the trick. You know, not not only are you drinking water, but, um, and I hope this is okay to, to bring up on the podcast, but before the podcast, you you also nourished, you know, your, the, the rest of your body. You cleansed your body with water. <laughs> you purified yourself with water. You were taking a shower. It's not okay. You're taking a shower. It's not okay. I really, I really wish you didn't say that live well, on know, the air. The, <laughs> you know, like the 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 jig is up. The cat is out of the bag, and I will also. Okay. I'll go on record and okay. say I was I was showering too. Yeah, and we yeah we, we kind of realized we were showering. This was at the completely same time. independent. Yes, yeah, we yeah. we did not discuss. We weren't like, hey, want to take a shower. Yeah, you know, not not together. It was not, not together. like together, but, but in like, a way, but in a way, it was. It kind of, right. in a way, there was. To, you know, in, in kind a, of, in a way, kind of was. In yeah. a way, you could kind of say like it. It kind of was like in a way, um, but like in a much more real <laughs> way, we we did not. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, I mean, we we're like physically, we are like hours apart. You know, we're, we're <laughs> is that how you measure? Yeah, is that how by, you measure we're hours we're apart hours by what apart. metric? Um, Who knows what that can mean? We're hours apart. If if you were to travel in a car, we are a couple yeah. of hours apart. Um, so so no, we weren't in the same. It wasn't us showering in the same shower. You know, under the same running water. But spiritually, no. you know, it it, it kind of was. You know. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, and uh, so, so yeah, we're all cleaned up and ready to. Um, talk about green day yeah yeah i do i do feel ready for that i've been looking forward to talking about this song um you know as as i've said several times now 39 smooth is not um you know a green day record that i go back to all the time and so like there's a there's a few songs on it that sort of um like I don't know, um, feel representative of, of the sound to me. Like when I think about this record, there's a couple songs that I'm like, yeah, like this, this is 39 smooth in my memory. And and one of those is disappearing boy. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a song that I go back to very often, much, much more than I've gone back to this record. Like if I may, if I have made like a green day, pot or a playlist in the past and it's like oh what am i gonna put on from 39 smooth like disappearing boy was uh was usually the one mm-hmm. so 
this uh, it's a cool one to get to yeah no i i totally agree i mean i i feel like just in my mind it it sticks out as one of the um one of the kind of trademark 39 smooth songs and i and i do kind of feel like the, the fandom collectively realizes that because when we were starting out this podcast in my head i was like oh yeah first episode we'll do at the library second episode is disappearing boy you know like i just kind of it was just kind of like a brain jump like like my 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 brain goes from at the library to disappearing boy as like the first two kind of um songs that kind of stick out to me uh so, so yeah i'm 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 excited for this one too um it's it's also one of the songs that they do kind of um play live more often than than the rest of the uh uh 39 smooth songs um there 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 there's a couple but um but they 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 do pull this one out um as a, as a little you know little treat um i feel like through every era almost um we'll look at one or two disappearing boy performances um you know the 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 other obvious one that we're coming to would be is is going to pass Lockwa. that's kind of one that uh yeah that 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 may maybe is the uh 39 smooth song that has stood the test of time the most and has kind so. of gotten its most the <clears throat> most recognition but this this i feel like may it it it, it, it might come come in a close second um yeah 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 so i guess we can we can kind of uh just get into it if you're if you're ready to kind of just jump into yeah. it, Connor. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I feel I feel as ready as I can be. So let's yeah. let's do it. Yeah, you know, so so it, as as uh, we've been saying, we we are talking about disappearing boy today. This is the fourth song off of the 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 first Green Day record, Thirty Nine Smooth. <clears throat> um, also. A part of the uh, 1039 Smoothed Out Slappy Hours compilation, uh, however you want to refer to it, um, yeah, and, and the I I think I feel like I attach a, a, like a lot of memories to this song um, because I feel like we we you know we definitely listened to it a lot when we were younger, and I feel like. Uh, it it has i mean obviously it's it's a disappearing boy you know it it's mm-hmm. and lyrically you know it 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 really does kind of seem seem like it comes from a, a really young perspective so i feel like this this is like one of the the green day songs that you know me as like a child like a little literal child getting into them could could relate to uh the most um yeah yeah so <clears throat> so so i think that's kind of a big reason why it's it's like sticks in my memory so 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 boldly yeah yeah a hundred percent like hearing you say that i i was struck by some similar thoughts and um it made me think about this right away i um man it it really it really doesn't have anything to do with the song necessarily like i can't say like this happened to me and then like oh i went home and i listened to a song or whatever but i remember uh i remember one time there was like a a dance hosted 
at, um, I really, I, I, it would have been when you were going to school, like when you were going to like elementary school, it could have yeah. even been like, uh, like a fifth grade, like, I don't know, senior dancer. I, I really don't remember, but I, you're going to have to help me out here. But essentially, essentially what it was. If was it's there, the dance there, I'm thinking about, then. Uh, there, there, and be. then you were like, you were like, oh, you want to, you want to come, man? Like, you want to, yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, and I remember going, because, like, you and I were friends, but I'm older than you, you know, yeah, I'm older yeah, you're, than you by, a couple years older. by, what, like, two, two, I mean, it, de- <clears throat> it depends, like, one and a half-ish, two years, yeah, right, think- but, like, I I think not not even two full years, but uh, right. But in the way the school system worked, we were I was two grade levels above you. Like yes. when we met, right? You were in second grade. I was in fourth grade. Correct. I think is the deal. Yep. And so at any rate, at any rate, I remember I remember um, like these these kids, these girls came up to me. They were like, you know, they're like, what are you doing here? You know, what are you, why, you know, aren't you like too old to be here? What the fuck? What are you doing here? Like, isn't it, isn't it weird? Like, don't you have any friends? Like, where's your fucking dance? Yeah. What are you, why yeah. are you here? And, um, I didn't have like any of the skills to like respond or, you know, like I, I just, I just was like torn into shreds. Oh, no. To shreds. Yeah. And I remember, um, I didn't, I didn't leave because like, I don't know how I was with you, you know, but I just like left like the, the area. And I was just like in this classroom where they were like watching a movie and I was just like, I, you know, like so, so fucking sad. And like, that's like childhood memories of like, I mean, that's a really embarrassing story to share, but like, that's, that's exactly what this song makes me think of where it's like, um, just just that desire to to disappear you know completely just like out out of like shame or embarrassment or what have you it's not exactly like what goes on in this song right but like talking about how when we first came to green day the the ages that we were i i do think that i have like a similar connection in that regard um to to those ideas and so like i i kind of caught myself thinking about that listening to this song so i i agree and and it's funny to hear you bring it up too yeah, yeah. no that that's that's very very funny i think uh i, I mean yeah i mean it, it's it's kind of wrapped up in all of those uh you, thoughts. I, i'm sorry do you do you remember that like is that right is that I, like a I, like am I, is what i'm sharing like accurate i think it was it's it's kind of funny because because i do think it was um I think it would have been when I was in sixth grade and you were in eighth were grade. You, yeah, so, but but wouldn't that have meant? So I I like was visiting you when you were in uh, Connecticut then, right? No, no, no. I I I was still in Clifton Park at that point. Oh, you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that must have been it. Yeah, and I mean, like to the, I mean, I get it. You know, you're a sixth grader. Why wouldn't you take that opportunity to make fun of some eighth grade loser? Like I. I get it, but that that is exactly what disappearing boy makes uh-huh. me think of. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, I I I I totally get it. I that that dance. I think we are talking about the same dance because um, I don't know what other dance it would be, but uh, um, that was a, a crazy night for me too because it was like it was it's just a crazy night for me, you know, sixth grade. 
sixth grade, Connor. Um, because you know, yeah, it was I just a classic. Yeah, you know, classic uh, story of um, yeah, the 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 girl that you want is not interested in you. Um, that was always a big theme for me. And then <laughs> then that that night in particular, it's, it was also like, well, there's also a girl that like was interested in me, and I just was like avoiding her the entire night. Um, yeah. So yeah, that 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 I think that was I think that's the same night that we're 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 both talking about. Um, uh, which I don't know. Yeah, really funny how how I just kind of all of these old you know silly memories and and feelings are 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 stirred up because yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's it really brings you back to that time and you know for all. For all I know, we could have gone home and and thrown this album on together. I don't know, you know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of something we would do. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're you're right about that. So yeah, this this uh, song um, starts off with, I mean, what I would call uh, another one of Billy Joe's like. 80s metal guitar intros you know it's kind of got the the that aussie squeal to it that a bit yeah yeah that 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 he does it's it's funny because because um you know i've I've said it before too i forget what song it it was in um but uh it's it's funny because because it is obviously like influenced by uh hair metal and stuff a little bit and then then it kind of goes into like one of the you know sappiest most uh you know wimpiest songs um you know like very much not like an 80s power metal song but but just yeah you know something something totally unexpected so so it's always been kind of funny that that juxtaposition um i do love it though it's 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 another great guitar riff that opens up the song um yeah yeah definitely you're right what are your thoughts on 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 the guitar as a whole here i think um i you know i i i think it does a a lot of what we have really been talking about (laughs) you know the entire time um yeah you know pretty much kind of sticks to i mean it's 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 I'm I'm not going to call it a uh, formula it doesn't stick to a formula but but you know he's got a bag of tricks on this album that um he he does you know Billy Joe does pull from pretty consistently I think Yeah I am right there with you where it's like there I don't I don't feel like I have so much to add on that because yes I I pretty much agree like everything that he's doing here is stuff that we've already heard him do elsewhere prior on the on the record the last three songs we discussed um but yeah that that does not diminish um the effect of it here at all it's it's still really well done and um i i like how uh, billy's playing on the bridge there too um like you said we we get a lot of those like uh ringing out kind of notes but it 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 works really well where the the pace slows down before you know you you get the build up and it's like and then obviously you you get into that last chorus there um 
so yeah, I think I think the playing is really good, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, having having like that that introductory riff into the song is really cool. Um, he's uh, you know he he was doing that before too, but it's uh, you know it works. If it works, it works, and it still fucking works here. Yeah, yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, you know, I I I feel like this this is one of the songs like if if there were singles on on the first two records, you know, like from Dookie and onwards, big singles mm-hmm. that got music videos. Um I I do think that this this would probably be one of the singles off of uh off of 39 Smooth. Um because yeah, I think it I think it kind of encapsulates um a lot about what 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 this era kind of does well um which is cool uh yeah i mean one thing that i noticed too and um i'm not sure if we're we're going we're we're barreling too fast through this thing but um i i think that this song is is my favorite uh kiffmeister song uh thus far off of uh you know the first record that we've been going through we we've been kind of paying um you know paying uh attention to you know kind of Mr. John Kiff Meyer and and his his uh one and only record with the band um and yeah I I just feel like there's a um like a catchiness to his drum parts, especially for the chorus where like some of the fills, I feel like they, it's like very rare for a drum fill to get stuck in your head. But I think, uh, mm-hmm. John does that in this song. Yeah. It's kind of like, do 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 do, you know, kind of a little bouncy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You're right. I, I wanted to touch on that too, especially in the chorus, but kind of for a different reason, because, um, I think, think it's a tambourine that he's playing throughout the song too um unless it's just like like be- it could be like bells you know like sleigh bell kind of thing going uh-huh. on but um but he has that going on a lot too uh like especially in the chorus but like elsewhere throughout the song and um i thought it, it kind of lends like this um like catchy clear beat to it yeah, that I that I really liked, um, and I, I feel like that's that's kind of shown up in a couple other songs too. But but it really stood out to me here, um, listening back. So yeah, yeah, I I, I do think this is um, a standout for Kiff Meyer's drumming. You know, at at least for where we've been listening more closely on these these first four songs. Um, I think this this would be the one where I'm like, yeah, I, I I think it's it's really strong here too. Um it is catchy, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um tight in a way that I feel like it, it uh it hasn't been. Not not that the other songs were were you know, super loosey goosey or anything, but you know, I feel like he he's like really in the pocket as as the drummers say. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of cool like even small moments where like it'll feel like the drums will kind of have to um, a- as he's like matching the flow of the song, 
it seems like he kind of goes like fast slow a lot of times like um I don't know when uh what, what part am I what part am I thinking of um I don't know I felt like I was I was leading into that with somewhere I was gonna shout out specifically, but I I don't think I have it in my head, so I'm, hmm. I'm not gonna not gonna linger any longer. Let's on see. That, so but. so uh, it could be it could be the intro, could be the first verse, could be the chorus, could be the second verse, could be the bridge, could be the final chorus. Any of those? Wow, you bell. just like listed out every <laughs> just, just, part. Just, and, 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 there's the structure. And you, know, and you know what it was? You know what it was? What was it? The final chorus. There we go. You got it, buddy. There you got go. it, buddy. Wow. <laughs> you just had to name every part of the song, and I was like, you know what? It was yeah. one of those. Yeah. Nice. It's, just, it's, you know, there, there's only a handful of parts there for you. So I was. They go hard. I was thinking, I was thinking maybe he would, you know, pick it up if I just listed out the structure of the song <laughs> for him. And sure enough, <laughs> God, you know, sure enough, I am just so is. grateful that I have you as the host of this podcast to to guide me through. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, I, a, I uh, a shining light. It's what I'm here for. It's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, so I mean, I I uh, I I don't think um, this will be a strike against him. He's he's still safe so far. Um, no, no, he's he's fine. What is going on with this island? What are you talking? About? Like you know, he's it's like Survivor. Is, is, <laughs> you ever watch the show Survivor? That fa- that famous reality <laughs> show from our youth. I've seen. I've actually seen a lot of Survivor because um, my my wife has really gotten into Survivor. And, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, really. Wow. It, she 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 did actually during um, COVID, like during quarantine. Um, that was like a big like binge watch for her with like all the like she had a lot of time you know and um so i I watched a lot of survivor like by proxy and i still i'm watching like the new episodes that they come out with her most of the time so did did uh did you guys watch the like the the old episodes oh yeah she's she she has seen every episode of survivor which is like nuts there's so much yeah there's a lot because i i used to watch that back in the day with my parents um probably around the time when i was like discovering this this song you know listening to the song this album um and so yeah for for the folks not in the know this is actually important to set up because you know if you listen to the to the first three episodes you're like what what are they fucking talking about an island voting like (laughs) what the fuck do they what what do you mean you know they 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 might not be um up to date with with uh you know survivor lore but essentially you know there there's a a handful of contestants on an island and uh you know they there's a there's challenges they have to do and um eventually i think it's like, like every episode they they will uh vote somebody off based on you know i mean various reasons who whoever is the weakest right. link or or whoever they need to fuck over to get ahead. Um, but yeah, people will be voted off uh, the islands each and, episode. And, and so, and so, in relation to um, Jonathan Kiffmeyer, he yeah. So so I mean, the, he, here's the thing: is he was voted off the islands. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
I mean, not really. Right. I, I think he he left um, by by his own volition, which you know, I feel like has happened on Survivor before too. Um, I'm, I'm sure it, it has. has a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. At some and uh, but 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 essentially, like, is is it that is it that at the end of this record, like, we are going to have decided if we would have voted him on the yeah, island? Because yeah, like, even yeah. I'm even a little bit confused as to like where this began <laughs> and like where you're going with it because you you do keep bringing it up. Like, I I wouldn't have said anything if you didn't bring it up, but um, you no, do. Think- <laughs> like, you you keep doing that, so really feels like maybe we should talk about it. No, that's exactly I was not positive. That's exactly um, what it is, is is at the end of this this record, after we have uh, discussed, you know, all of these songs uh, off, off of uh, 1039 Smooth, um, Smooth Out Slappy Hours, we uh we we will decide if if John Kiffmeyer deserves to be voted off the island. And wow. You know, it's a little bit different uh because in this case we know so he, here's what we'll say. So if if we don't vote him off the island, we we can't bring Trey on the island, you know? The like it's only the the island's only big enough for 3 people. Right, but like the the worrisome thing is is so far Kiff Meyer has no votes against him. I know. So I it's know. like this. I, know. I, I think, I think there is, um, there's, a, there's a very real concern that we're going to change the course of Green Day history. I know. And then like, where do we go from there? Do we like, do we talk about all of the records as if John Kiff Meyer was still, <laughs> was still playing on them? <laughs> we just imagine our, our, our podcast just devolves more <laughs> yeah. and more into the ramblings of Mad Men. We're, we're, we're like the Divergent Green Day History podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The al- alternate Green Day History. Yeah. What if Green Day? Uh, th- that's kind of fun too. That that would even be a, maybe that's a fun segment we do after 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 this episode. What if the Kiffmeister was still around? Yeah. What would Longview sound like with John Kiffmeyer playing? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a that fucks with your head yeah. a little bit. You know what's crazy is, um, you know, may- maybe someone could just like upload all of uh, Kiff Meyer's drum parts to like an AI. Oh man! And then create like a, a Kiff Meyer, you know, drum bot. Damn. And then, and then it's like we don't even have to ask what if we could just make like you know this this fucking like dark chimera ourselves and just <gasps> unleash it out, out onto the universe yeah, you know yeah isn't yeah. that exciting it's 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 ominous i think we we could do that we could wow. do that and i i'm confident that by the time by the time we're done talking about this record um that the technology will be there I I think we'll be able to do that um, by that point, and I don't know if I if 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 I have the self control to to hold hold you know that back. I don't know if I can keep that in the box. It's scary. It is, and well, also just by just just by uh, uttering those words on a podcast that we're putting out to the public. I mean that kind of opens it up to that opens the floor really like we're, we're I, yeah I mean we 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 could be indirectly responsible for uh, yeah for this hap- I don't know setting off a know. chain of of events that will um, 
alter reverberate yeah reverberate infinitely throughout green day the fandom and it'll never be the same because at that point you know once once the whole discography is has 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 been it's, replaced it's been it's been kiff meyer it's been kiff meyer yeah it's, it's been kiff meyer um i i can't help but imagine that it like the 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 fan base will just be you know be divided amongst itself i yeah i mean you have to imagine you know not not to extrapolate too far ahead but like you just have to imagine it will because i mean once you hear kiff plunk you know is, is yeah. there any going back <laughs> you're just no Can going you go back, back? I don't know. There's there's no going back after Kiff Plunk. I mean, <laughs> imagine like twenty uh, first Kiff Meister breakdown. Yeah. Just there's there's yeah. a lot of potential there, and I I uh, I don't know how I feel about even even talking about it. So I mean, listeners, I, I'm I'm not saying do that. Um, in, in fact, we're saying don't. Do yeah, that. we're 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 saying don't, but we also know we can't stop you. And also, yeah. if if you do do that, or even if you do like a video where it's like, like you upload it on YouTube or something, it's, it's, you know, it's like, well, what if the trilogy sounded like Thirty Nine Smooth? You know, they they have those covers on YouTube. It's like, what if the trilogy <sighs> sounded like Dookie? Well, you, you know, so if even if you want to like record a cover in the style of of uh john kiffmeyer playing send it our way i think it would be fun to to listen to yeah you know we can talk about it once once we get to whatever song you cover in our uh marathon but anyways um i think we'll back to the song of, I, I think we'll push the 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 terror that awaits us into the back of our minds for now and uh yeah and move on Anyways, this other guy in the band, he plays the bass guitar. Uh, his name is Mike yes. Durrant. Um, Thank you. What are your thoughts on 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 his contribution to this song? Because because I kind of feel like uh, my my initial thought, and this is not a bad thing really, but um, this maybe is is the the song he stands out the least in so far. Uh, you know, I don't think I would agree with you there. Wow. I I, I think that. His bass part is, um, like, a little more uh, clear to me than when we were talking about something like, um, I, I think it was during our discussion of At the Library or Don't Leave Me, where, where we're like, oh, well, it kind of feels like they 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 sort of, they, they work in tandem together so much that, like, it's hard to differentiate oh, sure. sometimes. Yeah. Um, but on Disappearing Boy, I didn't feel like that was true. So it's like one of those, like, is it is it the bass part or is it just the, the mixing or the structure of the song ultimately? But but I felt like listening to Disappearing Boy and, and feeling like the, the bass had that extra level of, of um, uh, like, clarity to me as a listener, I, I felt like I appreciated it a bit more. Um, because especially in the, the verses... You know, just after like the the first chorus, you kind of get like they'll go back into um, the main riff and then they jump into the next verse. And like during that part, like you can hear um, the the bass part and the guitar part, like um, you know, obviously still working together, but like they they are not the same. You know, I don't think Mike is just following along. And the the part specifically I wanted to shout out was um, the the bass line that he plays. 
going into the bridge part yeah where he'll kind of yeah. have it like ascend and it's like and he has like that little flourish there um so i again i i'm not i'm not like knowledgeable enough as a basis to be like oh is one baseline like better or or more skillful than the other but in terms of like what what i can pick out from the song as a listener I, I appreciated this this baseline more than than something like um, at the library. Sure, yeah, no, I think I think that 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 makes sense. I I I was going to come out and and say uh, how much I appreciate the bridge. Um, that, that's that's definitely a uh, that that feels like the 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 um, peak of the song. Yeah, uh, it really stands out. Yeah, it really does stand out. It it. Um, it's it's kind of a yeah it's a classic kind of complimentary um mike durant baseline over kind of a not not generic but a, but a, a you know simple kind of standard billy guitar part which which is still great and and um, yeah i think the bridge altogether is is kind of a, the the highlight of the song for me um, just as a whole, um, but Mike really does elevate it. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's talk about the bridge. Yeah, because yeah. it it is a really great part, um, and the the lines in it, you know, it's really short. It's just I have my doubts about where I belong. It's something to think about, and then it just like go goes into the chorus. You know, the song just like explodes again. Yeah, and. And uh, I, I was, I was thinking about it, but especially in relation to some of the other conversations we've been having on this podcast, particularly with um, the American Dream is killing me, and we, we kind of had this discussion on like, oh, you know, you know, what uh, kind of what is the result of like tackling like these these big social issues without like maybe having more more clarity or um not not meaning necessarily but like you know when when billy is writing about these things he's he's usually writing about like the feelings and so i was kind of coming at a point of like you know is is there criticism essentially in this song like what's the critique you know it, it feels like we're pointing out the problem without critiquing the problem or or without like um without like taking that next step yeah and so it kind of feels um kind of kind of flimsy it can come off that way right we we have already had that discussion so i I don't want to go into that um but i i'm bringing it up because I feel like this this bridge here on their first album, like these lines, I feel like it's very indicative of how Billy approaches things. And he writes it so literally here that like I kind of had to laugh where he's just like, man, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and like he, he just turns that into a song. And so it's not even like, you know, Billy's not writing these songs because he has any answers. You know, it's like, his his feelings and his internal world are like you know just uh you know like particles in a microwave just like jumbling around and and, you know everything's kicked up and crazy and it's like you know you get this feeling that he 
he like kind of has to express himself through songs like some somehow he needs to like channel what he's going through into something or else like he'll just explode right yeah yeah and so i really i really liked this bridge <coughs> and this very short simple these very short simple lines that he sings on it um because it it, it feels it feels very representative of 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 I, I think a lot of conversations that we're going to have about Billy and his songwriting and and the way that Billy writes songs. And so I think it's it's actually really cool to have a line where he kind of just like comes right out and says it. Like it feels like he's he's so at the beginner like era of his songwriting that like there's not even another like more clever way for him to like approach this. He's just like it's something to think about and it's like <laughs> you're right. It is something to think about, Billy. And uh I, I love that because like it, it feels like it could be like, oh well you don't you don't have anything anything else to say. Like you you could come at it critically, but I I I feel like it is it's like laid so bare. It's like it's like so it's so honest in its simplicity that I, I feel like I'm just open to the line itself yeah. and, and the way that Billy writes songs like, no, that's, because of that. That's a really great point. Uh, and I, I think you're spot on with that. Um, I think that, that largely is how he approaches songs. We've talked about before how even when things do get political and he writes about kind of broader issues socially and politically, um, and he said this before and I, and I do agree with it or, you know, from, from where I am sitting, uh, I, I, I think he approaches both, both of, uh, you know, more emotional, uh, insular songs and, and kind of, uh, broader socially conscious songs from the same place with the same kind of emotions that all comes from within. And exactly. Yeah. And, and, and I think, it is usually a mistake when when us as the listeners or the fans uh expect him to be um to 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 have some sort of answer or some sort of you know not even coherent message but something tangible or solid um because that's that's not really how he writes songs it's 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 not it's it's again it's not meant to um not meant to uh give you you know the the answer or or a secret to anything it is just uh like a snapshot into his mind and you know into his yeah the the <clears throat> inner workings of of his psyche and 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 kind of a snapshot of him like working these things out within himself uh in real time you know like like does does he think about the contradictions that you know uh millionaire writing a song like the american dream is killing me and then charging five hundred dollars for for concert tickets two weeks later like uh like I do think that he is aware of those, uh, the, like the potential hypocrisy there, the contradictions. Um, and I don't, I don't think that he, you know, takes it lightly. I, I think it's something that he is navigating, um, in real time. And we will kind of be able to witness that as it, as that journey continues like we have, um, previously which is 
and and it's not to say that that that's the right way or the wrong way you know i i, I don't think it gives him a free pass to um uh to kind of be the 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 kind of savior right of of, of kind of like the the working class and i think he's aware of that and and um maybe that's why the title savior is, is is in quotes you know i think it's i think he's aware that 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 it has more of that gray area um yeah <clears throat> and so this is kind of a lesson that i think it's important that we we pick up from from very early on in in his uh songwriting career and i think uh you know you you kind of hit the nail on the head with that one um this is how he writes songs this is who he is um and you can kind of take it or leave it i guess yeah yeah agreed um i really liked what you had to add there too you know and it's like obviously like those contradictions and 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 we know this but like for the record it's not like all that can be placed on billy anyways it's, connor, it's not like connor he he actually wrote a freaking song about it called walking contradiction <laughs> he wrote so a freaking true. song about it <laughs> so true but um it's right there in our yeah, faces like, the entire time like thinking about how um yeah he you're you're not coming to it for for answers it 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 is it is a window into billy and and kind of like a an opportunity an opportunity to um you know sort of find uh like a connection through through music you know where um and that's that's like a, a huge thing about green day something that they've talked about something that like um is is you know ultimately true for any fan of any band but like something that um green day has also made explicit you know through their lyrics through interviews but but just that like you know i think ultimately they're they're also just trying to tell people that um they're not alone you know and and their uh their music is is really big for that but um it is funny to me that I, i think in a way you could almost take this line, it's something to think about, and add it into, like, any Green Day song, and it would be like, oh, like, that would address, like, almost every complaint of, like, any... any totally. Like, in terms of the lyrics, you know, where people would be like, what does this mean? What, uh-huh. Why did Billy write that? What is what is yeah. this song even yeah. about? What is it? And then it would just be like, oh, it's something to think about, you know? Like, yeah. I almost feel like that line is, like, uh, is, like, implied... In, in every Green Day song, like every Green Day song almost has the implication where Billy's like, it's something to think about, right? Absolutely. And you're like, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's like, it's tough because it's like, oh, that's, a, that's such a great get out of jail free card for, for <laughs> Billy Joe through his entire career. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, some food for yeah. thought. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> just right. asking questions, but I mean, yeah, yeah, he, right. he doesn't. I mean, it's, 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 it's not done with any... Um, you know harm intended yeah yeah Um, yeah and and here in this first song obviously it's like very you know it's 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 relatable you know we're we're not we're not applying this to like any political commentary or anything like like down the road you know this this is just someone uh working through you know a day in the life like you know this is is their their personal 
you yeah. know, shit going on. Yeah, no, um, it's, yeah, very much a diff. Yeah, I mean, like it, it would it would be hilarious if if that was a line in in you know holiday or something right <laughs> like yeah that, then you'd be like oh, i don't know <laughs> um but but yeah i know i think i think it's good it, it does serve as a decent disclaimer um and and not just just like for not for billy joe like for the, I, I i'd even say you know maybe most artists really um that that's kind of how it is like i i do think that um a lot of times fans and listeners wish it was kind of all uh you know digestible and like there was always kind of an overarching message to these things mm-hmm. um but that's just again we're we kind of are brought back to the to the gray areas of of life and you know all of your your favorite musicians and heroes are not they're not good they're not bad they're just people and they're they're exactly. they're they're always <clears throat> evolving and and changing in in heart and in thought um yeah and, yeah i mean i i think i think um you know it's i don't i don't want to make like such a definite point to to say that this cannot be um undone but like it's i think it's kind of a mistake to come to art looking for answers you know um because i think it's also you're you're doing yourself a disservice in a way like you're you're trying to like outsource the burden of like coming up with answers for yourself you know it's like if you're if you're looking to someone else and being like oh well you know what what do they think like do they think the exact same thing that i think or like what what if i don't know what to think about this like what's this person's opinion on it it's like yeah it doesn't mean that there isn't value in that and and it doesn't it doesn't mean that you know that that can't be a part of like coming to your own conclusions but like ultimately that's what it needs to be like Absolutely. you need to you need to filter the art that you that you engage with through yourself and if you don't have like a self that you've made to filter that through, you know, then, then you're never going to come at it from, from like the, the healthiest mindset that you Absolutely, can, like there yeah. will be some flaw in that, you know? Absolutely. I, I actually think, and this is kind of ironic, um, you, you know, you, you're, you're spot on. Um, but we're, we're talking about how Billy Joe as a writer has kind of always, um, just it's 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 been a mishmash of of thoughts, and we're kind of privy to that process. But but if there were ever a, uh, a rock solid message in 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 Green Day's writing um, that would that had you know no room for interpretation, really, it it's gonna be think for yourself. It's you know it's going to be um, you know yeah. Uh, from you know minority onwards it's that's kind of made explicit yeah. right it's it's uh you know don't don't look to uh people in authority for for all the answers make up your own minds um and i think that that is maybe the only explicit message that uh they they give us you know i think uh that that's a, that's a really important thing to hold on to because um c- yeah cuz cuz that does it, it, that that does reverberate throughout of their you know throughout their yeah. discography as well yeah for sure i'm i'm realizing through the course of this conversation that 
there, there is an overlap in the reasons why we like Green Day and Dune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just don't think I would have guessed that, but it, it feels like it's true now that we're talking about it out loud together. No, I, I think so. that's absolutely true i mean it's 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 funny and obviously as we get through green day's discography i think there's going to be more and more overlap um, <laughs> be, because you know Maybe you, so. you you know for people that are not dune fans um you know th- there's there, <laughs> there's also a thing i think i think there's you know once you get to minority in green day's discography Obviously, you get kind of uh, uh, socio-political commentary there, and that kind of builds throughout the following albums, um, which, you know, that's kind of a lot of what Dune gives you as well. Um, but then even going past that, once you get to Green Day's trilogy, there's just a lot of, like, middle-aged guy that's really <laughs> horny, uh, you know, trying to get his rocks off. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, that's another. Yeah. there's another Dune comparison there, because... That does happen in the later Dune books, so it's uh, yeah, it's it's just kind that, of fun. That we that we have talked about before. We, we but have, yes, it's, we have. It is worth noting. And we're not going to stop. It is worth noting. Um, but, um, but anyways, back I, to this this song. Um, before we jump yeah, out of yeah. the bridge here, uh, the, the the bridge is beautiful. I love it. But one thing that um, I did want to point out. Uh, and and I kind of it's it's not really trivia, but you you could consider it that a little bit is. Um, it's very, the, the, the uh, guitar part, I don't know if it's a one-to-one, but it's, it is very close to, um, the, the Somewhere Now guitar intro, uh, which was oh, the first song. I on, can immediately yeah, hear that. Yeah. The first song on Revolution Radio, um, to the point where, uh, I, I forget what show it was. It was one of the pre-Revolution Radio, um, club concerts that they were doing back in 2016 where uh you know during the bridge to disappearing boy billy joe would sing part of somewhere now um and that was always a thrill um and i think he's done that a few times so i it's just kind of a fun little bit of of uh you know the past um or like a reference to the past from from you know thir- thirty years later. I mean, I'm, I'm sure yeah. it wasn't intentional, but but it's a fun callback. Yeah, yeah, that that is really cool. Um, I did not know that, so I'm I'm glad you mentioned it. That's, uh, but I I can like immediately hear it in my mind. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not sure if it's a one to one, but it's very very close. Um, yeah. So. I think the last part of this song, um, the the Billy Boy himself. What do we make of his his uh, his singing and lyric stylings for this track? Connor, what are your thoughts? Singing's great. Um, lyrics. Uh, you know, we kind of started this this discussion by talking about um, how we we felt like we could relate to this song from like the first time we heard it. From from when we were were kids, um, and yeah, I, I think that that's that's true. Like this song, I think is kind of an interest, interesting mixture of um, what we've been getting on. Like we we were um, last record to- or last song talking about I was there, um, which Kif Meyer wrote. We were saying those lyrics are more introspective. Um, 
it's it's not that this song is like necessarily introspective, but it's not it's not just about pining after a girl either. It's kind of like framed around you know feeling invisible in relation to that. So what I what I especially like about this song and the lyrics is like it's not as simple as like at the library, but it it does have a similar sort of idea where you're uh, you're you're in some kind of a situation. The narrator of the song is is obviously you know feeling invisible. You know they're forlorn. They're completely overlooked. They don't even register, and so. I um I don't know, but but I don't feel like this is necessarily like a woe is me song either. It's there there are some lines on here where they are obviously not feeling good about themselves, but I I think it's like they it's 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 written in such a way where the song is like more about their feelings of anxiety and invisibility and feeling like an outcast and so i i like that this track focuses on like that those internal struggles it's like yeah we can tell from the lyrics that it feels like it's coming from a place of like because you know they they are just not even on the radar of someone that they're interested in right something that you were kind of talking about that, that you experienced uh, as a child as well, you know, yeah. but, um, but it's about like the feelings that come from that rather than the experience itself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right that it, it, it does kind of, um, I think that that internal um, anxiety really, is 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 very much apparent in this song and and is one of maybe the first examples of a kind of billy joe's anxiety coming out in in the music um Mm -hmm. which which obviously is is going to be a running theme throughout the rest of their discography um so i think that's that is really important to uh to bring up here um and, and yeah comparing it to i was there obviously you know we did mention how, how how that song is written from a a bit a bit of a more mature perspective, uh, you know, if only a few years, um, and you know it's funny because obviously th- this song and I think intentionally it's it it really does feel like it's written from the perspective of a literal child, um, mm-hmm. with with you know he's in his room with his toys, he's the disappearing <clears throat> boy, you know, obviously that's like metaphor, but it does it does feel like very very young and like the lyrics are 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 very very simple there there's a few <laughs> things that uh that um stick out but but um it does feel like maybe the 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 most simplistic uh billy joe's lyrics have have been thus far um and not in a bad way really either i think it's it's mm-hmm. um you know it seems seems like it's it's intentional and and uh I, I think it works really well and, and, and that's why it's so relatable. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the kind of jumping right from, I was there to, to this song and especially talking about, about them and kind of analyzing them more than we are used to doing. Um, mm-hmm. it, it does kind of feel like to me, Oh yeah, this is a, a different writer. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, 
<clears throat> and I I do think we kind of come back to that that idea of like yeah it is simple, but like that's what works so well about like these early Green Day songs, and um, the um, the second verse I've always loved so much like when I walk in crowded rooms I feel as if it is my doom like it is a a pretty basic line like you might if someone gave you that first line you might even fill in the blank without knowing the song yeah, you know what I mean totally um but like I think that's why it's so effective and it 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 translates that feeling um so well so um yeah there there's a lot of great moments on it like that um and talking about the lyrics a bit, just just because we're we're bringing it up, but I want to mention uh, the the miss the misheard or, or unknown lyrics for me. This, for this is song. a great segue. We're 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 segueing now into uh, the segment portion of of the broadcast. So Connor, take it away. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so it's funny because when I was uh, re-listening to this song. I kind of thought for sure the line in the first chorus, like I was always wrong about the the treated like a forbidden heel. Yeah, I th- that's what I've always uh-huh. that's what I've always heard, and I was literally thinking like, oh, I wonder what he really says. Like, it can't be know? that. But no, but that's <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> yes. Um. So that was that was funny for me, and I think I get that. Like I've heard heel used. Like as like a derogatory term, like a yes. heel, like yeah. I mean, that's it's, but, it's, uh, it's kind of a but it's uh, weird to use in a song, you know. It's it is strange. I mean, it it just it really does seem like he was he had the the line that came after that first. You yeah, know? he just needs to rhyme <laughs> he just something needs with to find real. The word right? that rhymes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, heel does work in the context that 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 is the, like, <clears throat> the term for for kind of uh, somebody you don't like or an unsavory person like obviously yeah. in wrestling that's like the the bad guy um is known as as a heel or you can do a heel is that turn. It? yeah you can do a heel turn and then that's you go from good to bad or or, or whatever um so it right, does make I sense see. but but it is it does stick out because it's it's yeah it's, it's just weird. like not you it's like not used often so it yeah. feels weird so <laughs> so anyways I thought maybe that was going to be it, but turns out I've always been right about that. Um, the the one line that I did not catch, and I'm also seeing this pattern of like, it's the line with like the most Billy Joeism to it, where it's like, oh, how am I like? I literally would have to have looked it up, and like either I never did or I just didn't fucking remember. But the last two choruses are different, and after he <clears throat> after he says, "My whereabouts are now unknown," he says, "I vanished from all your joy." And I've always kind of picked out, like, I knew he was saying joy and, like, but I, it's like, I, I was never able to, like, piece it together as as that line exactly as it is. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Great. You know? But, like, yeah. the way that he delivers that line is, like, another one where it, I, I, I that never coalesced for me. So, there's yeah. that. Connor, I I actually I'm I'm in the same boat as you uh, on this episode. I I I don't think I ever knew what that line was until today, until I brought the lyrics up. Um, so so yeah, I think I think we're we're on the same page here. Um, and I mean, it's like it's 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 funny because like I, I I did listen to the song like five times in a row before we uh, did this episode, and I still can't like hear in my head 
a vanished familiar joy you know i know it, it's 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 said in such a strange way that it just doesn't <laughs> it it doesn't seem it seems made up it seems you know no but, uh, I, I i agree it sounds like it's like the whole it's like it's it's like the line is not actually all on the recording or something yeah like, yeah 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 yeah, and um, I mean, there there yeah. are examples of of like, I don't know, Billy Joe taking creative liberty with the way he um, verbalizes some some lyrics to where they don't sound, you know, very close to uh, what's written at all, and that's okay. But but it is it is very very funny because I think that's going to come up um, a lot, you know, especially in their nineties uh, material too. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. Um, yes. It's only, it's only gonna, it's only gonna increase. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, so I think that, that kind of leads us into, uh, our, our second segment here. Um, mm-hmm. where we, uh, we, I, I do have some, some trivia, some, some green day trivia wow, today that, that, right. uh, that, that I'm going to share with you. Um, or rather I'm going to make you guess. I'm, I'm going right. to ask you a question. We'll see if you can um, guess the, the correct answer here. But, uh, Connor, um, the question I have today is there, there and, and I'll give you uh, some, some, some backstory here. Um, well, not really. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to tell you, there is a celebrity. There is a celebrity out there um, who is a Green Day fan. They're... they're uh, known as a green day fan it's not not a secret really um and this this song disappearing boy is is their very favorite green day song um so so connor it is your job right now to to <laughs> tell me who that celebrity is which celebrity <coughs> ha- is is uh you know disappearing boy is their favorite green day song wow well i have to think of a celebrity who <coughs> who i think would be a Green Day fan. Um, that's that is really the the question. What what celebrity do I think might be a Green Day fan? There's a lot of celebrities out there. There are, there are. Um, okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, Jim Carrey. Wow, that's a great guess. That that is a that's a great guess. Uh, unfortunately, that is wrong. I don't think I don't know if. Damn. Yeah, I'm not sure if there is any Green Day Jim Carrey connection. I will research it, but uh, but no. I'll give you two more tries. Okay. And Vin maybe Diesel. maybe I'll give you a hint. If you want a hint, you can ask maybe. Uh, okay. <laughs> You, right. you can ask so a question. It's not, it's not Vin Diesel because you didn't say anything, so we, no, we aren't no, going to count that one. Not Vin Diesel. I, I, uh, I need I need a hint. I need it. I think for sure I need a hint. Okay. Um. Let's see. They are not an actor or actress. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, not an actor or an actress, but they are a celebrity. Um. I mean, what else do you get famous for? Are they a musician? No, not a musician. What else? <laughs> it's like, what else is there? Oh man. Um, 
What uh, what letter? What letter does their name start with? Can you give me that? I'm not gonna know. Trust me, that's not enough for me to know. I'm just gonna guess. I got no fucking clue, man. Uh, their their <laughs> their name starts with the letter S. Okay, uh, Steven Spielberg. Gr- another great answer. Another great guess. Uh, also wrong. God damn it. All right, you got to tell me, dude. Come I, on. No, you get Who one more it? chance. You get one more chance. <laughs> um, motherfucker. Uh, their name starts with an S. They're a celebrity. They are not famous. For being an actor or an actress. Dude, I I'm I don't know. I'm done. You can't think of any any other celebrity with with a with with an S name? I I mean I can, but Uh, most of them are actors or actresses. I'll answer one more question. Oh my fucking god! It, no, it, no, it, we're done with the bit. The bit now sucks. Don't you get it? It can't be specific. Don't you get it? I'll answer Why one more question. Why do I need to fucking tell you no, how no, to no. host? The bit now sucks. No, it's the fine. The bit is getting worse. No, no, no. It's, you need it's to okay. just fucking tell me. <laughs> no, it's, oh it's okay. Um, I will give you one more. You know, I'll, I'll answer one more of your questions so you can <laughs> get one last try. Okay. Just just one one more question and then we will get there. Okay. Um what are they famous for? That's too specific that's too specific. No, no, that's my one question. That's my one fucking No, I, I said it couldn't be specific. What I didn't are say they that. famous for? No, that's that's oh that's too it's too specific. It's gotta be kind of a more vague a more vague question. <laughs> general. just a general right. question. Um uh, uh The bit's getting better Sean, by the way. Sean Sean Paul. Was that a question? No. It's does it sound like a question? I think Sean Paul no. <laughs> I think Sean Paul's a musician. I I, I said already Connor, it was not a musician. Connor, I will I will give you any name that starts with S if you will just fucking tell me who it is. Don't ask me. Wait, do but I think I'm just? Am I, will I wrong? Give you any fucking name that starts with S? <laughs> is is Sean Paul not a musician? I think Sean Paul is a musician. Yeah. Okay. I, and I said previously it was not a musician. <laughs> okay. Shell Silverstein. <laughs> is it? Is it Shell Silverstein, Connor? <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's your final answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you done fucked up. Three strikes, you're out, baby. Oh my god. You lose god. the game. Okay. Um so now that you have you, you you've you've struck out all of your answers wrong. Yeah. Um I I can reveal to you and to the listeners oh. the correct answer. Wow. I'm on pins and needles. And the answer is Serena Williams, famous <laughs> tennis star. She's yeah, an athlete. you could have, you could have, you didn't have to say tennis player. You could have said an athlete. That would have helped me a lot. 
an athlete, athlete would have been a helpful hint. Yeah, I thought that I thought that might have been giving it away though. I don't think so. There's there's other athletes whose name starts with S. Yeah, but not that are known to be Green Day fans. Connor, I don't know any celebrities who are Green Day fans. Serena Williams is not known is not known to be a Green Day fan. You're not gonna like, oh, oh, I'm gonna do some some research on Serena Williams <laughs> and like her her connection to Green Day is going to no, pop up. It it will it will that that just shows that you've never done any research on Serena Williams. That's what that shows. Um, and you have. Uh, well, just by yes, yeah, by by being a Green Day fan. Um, anyways, she actually, um, she, she has, I think there was a show last year that she was at, um, I think it was one of the festivals in Florida where she requested they played Disappearing Boy and they did. Wow. It's pretty Crazy. cool, right? You know what I do know? I'm pretty sure it's Serena Williams. I think she's also a really big Avatar The Last Airbender fan. Wow. And she had a, uh, voice cameo on one of Damn. the episodes. Yeah. She's got very good taste. So, so that I know about Serena Williams, but I. If only I had used that as a hint. She was a Green Day fan. Yeah, I know. I should have dug yep. more into her, her, All uh, right. her history. Anyways, moving that was on. A fu- that was a fun segment. <laughs> that was really fun. I thought it got better as I went along. I thought that was that was really good. Um, yeah. I just to close out the show, I do have some uh, comments uh, about the song that I wanted to read. Um, and not not quite as many as last time. Um, okay. But but I I, I I think this is a uh, this is a very popular before, segment. Just just before you do, because I think we should close yeah. out the song with that. Yeah. I I wanted to throw out what I I thought maybe also could be a segment and something that we have not done. Yeah. And and my my memory is so bad, Connor, that I, for so many songs, I'm going to need you to tell me. You literally have to tell me the answer much like what we just went uh-huh. through um but i i thought that we should mention if we have heard these songs live you know i i actually before we did this i was thinking about um that being a little mini segment um i i think that's a good idea will i think we'll continue with that um but i i'm pretty sure i have seen this song live at least once and maybe even multiple times um and i it makes me feel like you have seen it once as well yeah like we were at a do you have any uh, idea where that might have been um if they did play it i kind of feel like it would be and i'm thinking like that new york city show we went to in like 2016 that's exactly what i was thinking uh bowery ballroom yes or no no was it uh, well, I guess I don't remember the venue. I, I remember, um, I don't know. I remember being there, though. Because I know um, the first time I saw Disappearing Boy Live was the day before that show at uh, Rough Trade Records. The Rough Trade. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so so yes. they played, I, I know they played it then, and I am almost certain they played it again the day at, oh, at Webster Hall. Yeah, so, okay. So they, they definitely played it at a... Uh, at Rough Trade Records, um, which which I did see, I thought it was fantastic. And I'm looking right now at the uh, the set list for Webster Hall, and it does not seem like they played it at that show. So that might be a false okay. memory. You know what I think you're thinking of, though, 
is one of my lies then. Because I remember they played one of my lies at that show and I lost my mind. They, I mean, Connor, this, this set list I think is, is uh, looking at it now, it's, it's better than, than maybe we, we, I think maybe we took it for granted when we yeah. were there, Connor. They played Private Ale. They played uh, One of My Lies. Yes. Um, they, they played, there, there was a lot of heavy hitters. They played Brat. They they played a lot of heavy hitters at that show. Um, we were very lucky to be there. Um, yeah. So okay, but but not disappearing boy. So so uh, jury's out on on because I don't I remember. So I I very well may not have heard I can, this song. Before. I can I s- can scroll through all of the shows we've been to together. No, to find yeah, it. I know, I it's, know. We eventually eventually we will take the time to do yeah, that. But yeah. um, um but I, I don't have a memory of 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 seeing this song live, and yeah. I kind of was wondering if you do. And sure enough, you you mentioned that um that rough trade show. I remember I remember <laughs> I remember you telling me like in the hotel lobby. Um, but you were Connor. You were like in awe. You were you 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 were almost like shell shocked. Yeah, you were, it's like uh-huh. I remember you like telling me everything about it, and I was just like shaking my head in disbelief. I remember I like, that oh too. My God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um. I that was. I mean, that was one of the most incredible shows I had ever been to. Um. I mean, it still still is. Um. It, it was just obviously it was a very very intimate uh performance and and just just fucking deep cut after deep cut after deep cut and the premiere of somewhere now too so it was uh it was fucking and that was the that was the day the album came out you know revolution radio um but anyways that'll be an ongoing segment um we will come more prepared next time um i i i I do like that idea um to close us off we are going to discuss some some uh comments from the lovely people of the internet um on the topic of disappearing boy and uh i i was kind of surprised because this this song as, as i mentioned it does seem to be like one of the most popular uh 39 smooth songs amongst green day fans um yeah. and there was not a lot of uh discussion on reddit about it um except for like people posting about live performances and stuff and uh but nothing really about the song um that was notable i mean obviously the discussion is there but it's all uh, uh, you know again it's all like oh i love this song oh it's what a jam oh what a banger you know like what the i don't give a shit yes yeah it's a banger Uh, i'm not gonna read it read your comment on the podcast that's what you're trying to 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 get happen you know it's I, that, not, I mean that's not that's working from what i from what i understand that's why people are even posting about green day songs at this point oh, just, yeah, for just, yeah, just for a chance just for a chance to uh-huh. be given a shout out on green dudes exactly it's sickening um but here here first we have a uh a, a topic this is a topic that uh somebody posted on the green day subreddit this was posted by spastic underscore slapstick so it's pretty good username um the topic is what is a forbidden heel dude in parentheses disappearing boy um i've heard this lyric in disappearing boy for years and have never completely understood the saying and have failed to find an explanation online anybody care to enlighten me and this is really funny this is the top comment um and it was made by fabulous underscore hooligan um they say I always just assumed it was referencing how certain heels on footwear are banned in certain places as a metaphor for social exclusion. 
and then they link a Wikipedia article for uh, high heel policy. <laughs> Which is like it's like the that's like the funniest right. place yeah. for your mind to go. <laughs> Billy right. Joe is using uh you know ban on footwear for a uh, metaphor for social yeah, exclusion. Yeah, this, this this was uh, literally a, a literal forbidden heel that that Billy is referencing here in 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 his lyricism. These high heels are just too damn high. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty great and uh fabulous hooligan I, I just stay stay fabulous keep doing what you're doing we love it um moving on uh, i i only have a few more um and unfortunately the the reddit well had had run dry so we're moving back to our favorite place and that is Dude, back to youtube back to nice. youtube the youtube comment section great can't wait to go through these these comments that have nothing to do with the song no, let's hear it no 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 they're very okay. they're very relevant they're very relevant okay buddy okay so only eight months ago Ty- tyler dunlop 465 says metaphor for life dot 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 so i thought that was pretty mm. intriguing <laughs> really makes you think about society i know it's something to think about you know it is it's it is it is uh he he talia he he is awesome and this is a comment from 11 years ago they say billy you're not a disappearing boy you're just an awesome ninja but seriously great song good stuff yeah, I mean, I, I think that's it's nice. You know, if Billy Joe read that, he'd be like, "Thanks, thank you. I, I, I am an awesome ninja." Yeah, that, that's that's like one of those. You know, it, it doesn't actually change, doesn't actually change the events. It just changes the perspective. It's like, oh, you exactly. know, what if what if this thing that you're coming at with a negative mindset was actually positive? Disappearing boy, awesome ninja. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. It, it it's it's wonders what a change in perspective can do, and you know, it's kind of just like I can't believe what 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 an idiot I was all those years, feeling lonely and left out. I I, I was that was actually intentional. I was intentionally yeah. hiding from everybody. Um, <laughs> it turns out it was all part of my ninja training. <laughs> exactly. There we go. There we go. I love that. That's a, what what's what's that character's name? I, I, I wasn't a depressed loser. <laughs> I like that guy. We should keep him around. Um, we have <laughs> <laughs> also from 11 years ago, we have T favors 28. This is a good one. They say, I just think that today's generation will never know when green day will never know green day when they were at their peak. That's all. I still think they are amazing. Far superior to most of the stuff we have today that we call music. I E Justin Bieber, Rebecca Black. So that's a that's a pretty cool comment from eleven years ago. Um, but it gets even better. They uh, the the top reply to that is from Samuel Fulkerson two seven seven. They say they say I agree, and I'm nine. <laughs> wow! I just thought that was powerful great great appearance from that boy yeah well yeah said. exactly that's the that's the appearing boy and it just it goes to show yeah. that you know not not all of um the the younger generation is is into music like justin bieber and rebecca black you know there is hope for yeah and in, in fact at this point almost none of them are yeah yeah i mean i <laughs> I, I would agree with that 
Especially because the, the original comment was from 11 years ago, and then the reply was from seven months ago. So yeah, he probably doesn't even know who, who those two, you know, uh, teeny boppers are. Probably knows, he probably listens to uh, Billie Eilish and um, Olivia Rodrigo. I, I you, you might even be out, outdated on that front. Yeah. You know, maybe. it's like, who, who's to say? Things, things are evolving at an alarming rate. Terrifying, terrifying. Um, we we uh, have a comment from three years ago by Jimmy, and I think I think it's Jimmy Maha. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Maha four four. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like the Amanda show. You get we it, talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's exactly the reference he's making. Um, that um, must be it. He says the dislikes on this video were by the people who disappeared. That's another fun one. It, you know, we always love it when they kind of like make those. Make clever... you'll, you'll, you'll probably you'll probably find one of those on every yeah, video, and it'll always be fun. So that was that one's yeah. got two upvotes. That was that was uh, or two thumbs up. We're we're gonna be uh, <clears throat> listening to the next song and be like, you know, the twenty four people who downvoted the song must be having a blue day. Yes, oh, man. some 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 dumb shit like that. Yeah, you know? I, I I I'm very excited for that because you're absolutely right. Uh, okay, last but not least, this is a this is a funny one. It is from Michigan Trails. This is a comment from four years ago. Uh, they say, "Ah, I remember being 13 years old and listening to this on cassette tape. I used to always think he said, am I in Meyer with my toys? Like the there's like a store Meyer, M E I J E R." It's kind of a fun misheard lyric. Am I in uh, Meyer with my toys? Yeah. I think, I mean, I, th- I feel like that's probably a toy store, you know? I, maybe. Nothing, nothing I know about. No. I'm I, gonna look I, I would want to know, I would want to know if, uh, if he misheard that lyric, but he correctly heard, uh, what was it? Like, I... I vanished from all your joy. Yeah, I know. you know, maybe there was like a trade-off somehow. Yeah, maybe uh, he he got that one right. Just different, just his brains working in different ways. Yeah, it looks like Meyer is a department store. Um, I don't think it, it's it's from our neck of the woods, Connor. But um, but it's you know perhaps if there were Meyers around us, we would have had the same thought. You know, there we go, mystery solved. I yeah, that's, I, I like that's that one. Quite possible. But yeah, I mean that that wraps it up, Connor. What do you think is the comment of the day? Um, man, comment of the day. Uh, let's let's give it to um, Awesome Ninja. I agree. I think Awesome Ninja wins. Uh, Hetalia is awesome. If you are listening to this, please uh, reach out to us, and you can claim your prize. Um, folks, if you want to reach out to us in any way, um, we are on social media. You can follow us at Green Dudes Pod um, on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can um, email us at corruptedtvproductions at gmail.com if you want. I don't know why you would email us, but if you wanted to, you can. Um, you can also uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Pod. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Some people call it Apple Pods. I, I usually just call it Apple Pods. It's kind of like a cool way to, to say it. Um, so please give us a nice review. Give us a nice rating. Um, we would really, really, really appreciate it. We promise we'll stop begging you once you do it. Um, mm. 
Well, we'll, we'll still see. be we'll still be begging everyone else, just not this specific person that does the just review. just not you, just not, not you. you who's listening. Exactly. The the those other guys. You know. Yeah, and as as kind of uh, hinted at, next week we have the um, the titular track "Green Day" by the band Green Day. So that's a very exciting one. Yeah, sure is. Anything you want to uh, shout out before we wrap things up, Connor? No, no. Um, I think uh, these boys are ready to disappear. All right, here we go. All right, folks. Until next time, stay punk. Wait, Connor, you want to say it with me? Sure. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll say until next time, and then we'll both say stay punk. Yeah, I, 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 I did get that. All but, right. Cool. Uh, just just uh, wanted to make sure. It. Let's do it. Okay. Until next time, stay punk. Stay punk. All right. We'll work on it. It was fine.